We talking about preseason? Not a game. Preseason. Preseason. Good morning, Panthers fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Panthers Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Taylor. You can follow me on Twitter at Daily Panthers for all of your Panthers news, sports, live analysis, tips, tricks, thoughts, all the things, all the Panthers, all the time. So thank you for listening with both of your ears and none of your eyes. I hope you're driving or not. Just keep your eyes on the road if you are. And training camp is officially over. It ended in very wet and sad fashion. Kind of like me at my pool party in sixth grade for my birthday. Just kidding. I never had a pool party. But I digress. The main thing is the main thing. And right now that is pre-season. So welcome back to another season of Panthers football. We officially made it, everyone. We made it through the dark days. We made it through the draft where we spent literally months talking about who we're going to pick. And then once we picked Bryce Young, we spent literally more months talking about his height and if it's going to be a problem in the NFL. And now we are here. It is time. I'm getting I'm getting cold chills. I can feel it. I'm so excited. It is from this point forward, the only week off that we will have from Panthers football, two different weeks off. The week after the last game of preseason, I believe, because that is August 25th, and the first game is like September 5th, so basically like 10, 12 days between those, and then the bye week. Outside of that, it's Panthers football every single week. I know that we might not want 17 games for the safety of the players, but man, I love starting the season a week earlier than we used to. It's great. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it is what it is. It's going to be this way for a while. It was the CBA. so, And the players gave up so little for that. They did increase revenue sharing and minimum wage, basically, and retirement packages, pension, etc. But I really do think that was a small price to pay for the owners to get a whole 17th game. I mean, that's crazy. More ticket sales, more commercials, more ad revenue. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I think the owners definitely won that CBA. But anyway, so we're talking about the preseason. So we have our first game against the Jets tomorrow at 4 p.m. And then we have another game against the Giants on Friday. This is the thing about preseason. These games, it's like they can happen at any time. We have the Jets on a Saturday at 4 p.m. And then we have the Giants on a Friday the next Friday, August 18th at 7 p.m. And then we have the, the really one of the only times we'll be in primetime there. And then uh, we have the Lions versus the Panthers Friday, August 25th at 8 p.m. So I'm really excited for this preseason specifically because since it is a new coaching staff, a new system, all the players are going to be playing. According to Frank Reich, I don't know if that means all, all, but it at least means most. He specifically said the starters are going to play because it's a new system and they need to basically get their feet wet because we start the season with two division games against the Falcons and the Saints on Monday Night Football. So we have no choice but to play the starters. And this year, unlike past years, we are allowed to cut any players that we would like at any point before August 29th. Um, We 
can wait until August 29th to do something, or we can do it all right now. Obviously, I think we're going to wait a little bit because we don't want to get down to our 53-man roster so quickly that we have starters and backups playing in the preseason games, but that's just something to note that's been different than years past. August 29th is the cutoff, so that final game is on August 25th. So basically between the last preseason game and August 29th, we have essentially four days to make decisions on who we want to cut and who we want to keep. So it may be a little bit different than in years past. They might do exactly the same thing, or they might wait until the very last minute. So you may not see any roster updates until that time. Don't be alarmed. That is just the new timeline of things. I don't know why it is changed or if it was upon request or what, or if it was just random, but that is the way that things are now. August 29th is the cutoff date for that. But in the meantime, there are a lot of players that I am looking forward to seeing here at Panthers training camp, Uh, mostly these backups. Obviously, you have the guys who are starting who you're looking forward to. There's basically two groups that everyone looks forward to seeing. First, the starters, if they're able to see them for any extended period of time. By all accounts, we will be able to see them for at least one drive. I personally think Bryce Young is going to get two drives they did say it was going to be by feel but keeping Bryce Young in means you have to keep the starting line in as well because you're not going to send your backup or you're not going to send your backup line with your starting quarterback because we know how that goes with Matt Corral so that's the kind of the catch 22 so if we keep Bryce Young in we pretty much have to keep those starting linemen in not necessarily the starting receivers but we do have to have that protection or else we could be in deep water. So I would imagine if Frank Wright could, he would keep Bryce Young in there for longer than two series, but he probably does not want to play the lineman for longer than two series at this point in the preseason. If you've watched preseason before, since they've updated it to three games, it's been kind of like the first game is they play a little bit. The second game is they play the most that they're going to play. And then the third game, They usually don't play at all, or they play maybe a series, and that's it. So who knows if we're looking at something different. We've never had Frank Reich as a coach, and this is Frank Reich's second go-around, so you can't really base it off of what he did the first go-around because things have kind of changed a lot. Um, And with Frank Reich's new mantra, he's kind of admitted himself he's a completely different coach than he was. So we'll see what happens with that, but... I am specifically looking forward to a couple of guys. So first off, Terrace Marshall. This is supposed to be his breakout year. This is his big chance. He is backed up in the depth chart, but I don't think that that really matters, to be completely honest with you. At this stage in the NFL, in the year 2023 of our Lord, there is so many receivers that get on the field at all times in so many different positions. And... That kind of leads us to the fact that even LaVisca Chenault is a backup wide receiver, technically speaking. But we know that he's going to be on the field a good bit in that kind of wide back Diet Debo position. So I don't think that that's something that you should put much much stock into. But I do want to see what Terrace Marshall can do in his third year. I'm also looking forward to seeing Deontay Brown because of how much he dominated at camp. It was great to see him against Jets backups, and he pretty much just swallowed them whole. So I think that he will be a great addition to whatever packages that Frank Reich wants to put out there. 
I'm interested to see Tommy Trimble. I don't know that I'm excited for it. I'm a big Tommy Trimble downer this year. I don't know that I am buying what he is selling at this point in his career. I hope that I'm proven wrong, but I can't just be positive and high on every single player on the Panthers. Why would you even listen to this podcast if that was the case? You could just go look up the stuff yourself and make your own opinions. But I got to say what I see. And right now I haven't seen much out of him. Um, But I'm also excited to see Steven Sullivan. He has, his name has come up so many times. And even at camp, we saw him. He, it was like he was all over the place. Every catch, it was like, oh, wow, Steven Sullivan again. He, He also dominated in a lot of different ways. And he's one of those players that just shows up like, you're like, oh, he was involved in that play. Oh, he was made the block on that play. He just seems to have a nose for the football at this point. There's nothing that's super notable about him, to be honest. There's nothing that you're like, yes, this guy, he has this. Or he looks like this. He's super this. It's just, oh, he's got the ball again somehow. And to have those players on your team, I think, could be very valuable. And I'm just interested to see if it kind of comes over to the actual season. And um, the actual preseason. We won't see much of Andy Dalton, too. That's something else Frank Reich said. Andy Dalton has pretty much had enough of preseason at this point in his career. And, um, yeah, Shai Smith, too. That's someone else. Matt Corral, obviously. Shai Smith, we know that he is a preseason monster. So, at this point, I'm just interested to see if he can catch a punt. And I'll be interested to see who drops back on punts. And Matt Corral will get most of the work, so we'll see what he does with that as well. And then on the defensive side of the ball, I want to see what Jamie Robinson can do. He was listed as on the second depth chart in the second string, so we'll see what happens with that. DJ Johnson, obviously. Kobe Jones is someone that I personally am excited to see. He's His name has come up a lot in camp. He has been kind of a dark horse there. On the edge, opposite of Brian Burns. He's ahead of Amari Barno on the depth chart that they released. And I know, I know, Frank Reich said that it doesn't really matter. But right now, that's all we have to go off of. And I want to see Bumper pool as well. I feel like if Bumper is going to make the team, it's pretty much got to be on special teams, which is fine. I think that that can be the case. And I think he could be an excellent addition to our team. And I'll also be very interested to see what impact he's able to make because in the NFL you know you can't be on the team if you can't make an impact somewhere there's only 53 spots plus 10 practice squad spots so either you're on the team or you're not in terms of 63 that is the cutoff 53 being the true cutoff so we have about 40 guys who will be cut and probably about 60 to 70 guys competing for 20 to 30 spots essentially so For every two players, there is basically one spot. For every three players, in some cases, there is one spot. The running back room is getting crowded. I think my boy Cam Peoples is going to get cut. He came in as a fifth string on the latest depth chart that was released. So I unfortunately don't see him making a jump unless he gets a chance in this preseason game. But the starters are going to be playing so that is going to cause an issue in terms of being able to get reps for those backup guys. Because you pretty much delay the rest of the reps for the rest of the guys the rest of the game. If you give starters reps in the first quarter, 
then you have much less time to get everyone else in. And there's a lot of guys to get in. And how long does it take to get an extended look at a guy? I don't know. I'm not an NFL coach. But I would imagine the longer and the more tape you have, the better. So I'm rooting for Cam Peoples, but the future is not looking bright for him on the Panthers. Fingers crossed, though. And even if he doesn't land with the Panthers, I hope he's able to land on someone else's practice squad or somewhere. And, man, I just, I hate, I feel for these guys. It's tough. It is tough trying to live out your dream and competing every day, knowing that it's against all odds that you're going to be on the team. Um, but also one thing I forgot to mention yesterday is that Kamu Grugier Hill has got to be the camp MVP. The dude, I think he's had four different interceptions of three different quarterbacks. He intercepted Andy Dalton a couple times, Bryce Young, Zach Wilson. So Kamu is doing great. It's also, also, it is pronounced Kamu. It, uh, the, there was a reporter who asked him about Kamu. And Brian Burns was like, oh, who? Oh, you mean Kamu? So I'm pronouncing his name correctly now. So Kamu Grugier Hill. I hope he listens to this podcast and realizes that I cared enough to find out from him how to pronounce his name. Now, I haven't heard much of Yitor Gross Matos, another difficult name to pronounce for me. So we'll see what he does in preseason. That man needs to snap. That's all I got to say. He needs to Thanos snap and get half the sacks in the league because that's what it's going to take I think for fans to have him back in their good graces Um, also also from training camp a little tidbit the Jets practiced and the Panthers did not (gasps) that must mean that the Panthers are lazy or tired or that the Jets work harder than them oh my gosh well few caveats to this so calm down Jets fans no y'all are not better than us you do not work harder than the Panthers also, there is no direct relation into how hard you practice versus how well you play on game days in the NFL. There have been coaches with very hard practices who always players talk about how hard their practices are. Someone like Bill Belichick is a great example. Matt Patricia. There are plenty of guys who have quote unquote hard practices like college level, like sweat for four hours and lose 20 pounds practices. That does not equate. Matt Rule had those kind of college practices where you're running and touching a DBO sign. It does not equate to success, so chill out. If it did, the CBA wouldn't have negotiated a set number of A, padded practices, and B, just practices overall. So chill with that. Secondly, I don't know if I started with A or 1, but secondly, there's only one stadium that they could have practiced at, so it's not like the Panthers and Jets could have shared a stadium. But this does bring me to one point that I think Jets fans are correct about they were saying like oh you don't have an indoor practice facility or you don't have another place for them to play this is the problem you run at having camp at Wofford and I'm surprised that it hasn't happened more often basically if it rains you pretty much can't practice you're not going to risk injury this early in the season to get in a practice so I don't know how many practices have been postponed or canceled but that first preseason game is not moving so anytime practice gets canceled it's not going to be rescheduled there's no room so it is a little bit surprising to me that this hasn't been more of an issue up to this point this is actually the only practice that I am aware of this season or last season that got canceled due to rain and in the summer in North Carolina South Carolina wherever 
it rains probably like big thunderstorms like once every week or once every other week. I know training camp isn't that long, but it is surprising to me that with an outdoor-only facility at this point, this is the first time that we've run into this problem. I don't know if previously they have just practiced at Gibbs Stadium. I think it's turf, I would imagine. I'm not totally sure about that either. The actual stadium that Wofford plays in. So it could be, but if it is, I'm surprised that's not where we practice normally. Oh wait, they want to play on grass fields. So, yeah, whatever. Not going to get into that right now. But there's also just more room on the practice fields, and that's where all their stuff is. So it's a little bit more simple. But I am personally surprised this is the first time that it's been a problem. But also, I would say that most of the Jets practicing at Gibbs Stadium is probably due to hard knocks. They got to get some film on. They were expecting two days of practice and then the preseason game. And they get those episodes out every week, right? So they've got to get as much footage as possible. Knowing what I know about filming and how much footage actually goes unused, I mean, you're talking probably like 10 hours of film that only probably like two minutes or three minutes is being used up. There's a ton of cameras out there. So the chances of you specifically getting your footage used for a bulk of time, I mean, Sure, it might happen, but there's just so many other options. And those production guys like to have all the options available and have the stories that they tell. So the footage that they're capturing at practice, especially in-game action, is already so few compared to what they use. Practice is only like two hours. So add the production value of how, how long is it? Hard Knocks episode, 45 minutes, an hour. Add that. It's You got to get a lot of footage to be able to fill that time. So... I think it was more so just a production game. And um, Robert Sala isn't going to decline the ability to practice. He and Frank Reich together decided that they didn't want to risk any soft tissue injuries or any injuries to players um, during the practice. It's not worth it, especially when they have a preseason game tomorrow. Um, So it would be the day after tomorrow, yesterday. So, yeah, I'm sure the Panthers did indoor stuff. I'm sure they watched film, did team meetings, things like that. But it was the last day of training camp, so we are officially on to practice. Basically 19 days until the cut day on August 29th, since this is August 11th. So that is something to be on the lookout for as well Um, in these next 18 to 19 days. What it's going to look at in terms of cuts and players that we decide to keep, bring back players that get injured, Chandler Zavala is not injured anymore, but he's still like fourth on the depth chart behind a lot of different players. Cade Mays needs to step up. If our offensive line is freaking wet toilet paper again, I'm going to cry because we made so much progress last year, but we didn't have a quarterback who could take advantage of it. And now we have a quarterback who could take advantage of it, but we were a wet paper towel in wet toilet paper. Wet paper towel is still kind of strong. Wet toilet paper in camp against the Jets on Wednesday. So, all of those things are things to look out for in this upcoming preseason game. Um, So, I hope you all enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Have a great day. See ya.